Hey there. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Wednesday, April 29th. My name is Colin Majak, and I'm one of the pastors on our communities team here at Bridgetown. It's good to be with you today. May 1st is just around the corner, which means that most of us have made it through our first calendar month in quarantine. By now, the reality of this season is setting in, and we're being confronted with just how limited our lives have become. Almost every sphere of our lives has been limited, whether by our own decision, by the decision of an employer or governor. We simply cannot do all that we are accustomed to doing. Maybe your work is limited. Your hours have been cut or you're out of work. Or maybe just your work capacity is limited. Like me, you're working from home with a family and kids, so productivity feels at an all-time low. Our relationships are limited. We can see each other with six feet of distance at best or through a small screen. We feel the pain of not being with our friends, our community, our family, or our coworkers. Maybe you're at the spot where if you have to be on Zoom for one more second, you're going to hurl your MacBook out the window. Our options for what to do each day are limited. We can't go to our favorite restaurants or participate in recreational activities like we're used to doing. Even our physical bodies are limited. We're spending more time inside than ever in smaller spaces, which cuts against our body's desire to move and to be in the presence of others. And even if you were trying to to try to transcend these bodily limitations, you may be confronted with another bodily limitation if you or someone you love were to become sick. All that to say, nearly every area of our lives has been limited. So the question arises, what are you doing with all of these limitations? Or maybe, how are you doing? Maybe you feel foggy, like the color gray has just pervaded your being. Maybe you feel a simple, unnamed sadness. If you're like me, maybe you feel a low-grade anger and frustration at what life looks like right now and your inability to change a thing. But whatever we're feeling about these limits, we have to slow down and ask ourselves, what is underneath these feelings? Four months ago, my wife and I had our first child, and I've been struck by just how many limits now fill my everyday life. Drinking my coffee while it's still hot feels like a struggle, much less doing my best work, focusing, sleeping, being in relationship, and on the limits go, all of which has been compounded by COVID-19. I wonder if what is underneath our feelings, whether it be frustration or sadness, is fear. Fear of not being loved. Maybe if we're honest, we derive our sense of worth from our capacity and our competencies. In other words, just how far we can push our limits. Who are we if we can't work? Who are we if we're locked inside? Who are we if we can't work out, go where we want to go, be with who we want to be with? What happens to our sense of self, our sense of being secure and worthy of love? Does all that go out the window? Do we fight back with frustration? Yet, in the kingdom of God, limits are the way to love. Love given and love received. 
When we look at the life of Jesus, we see a radical embrace of limitations. Paul describes Jesus in Philippians 2 saying that Jesus, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Dr. Gary Bashirs talks about this passage saying that Jesus laid aside the God card. I like that. In other words, Jesus' incarnation, life, and crucifixion are an act of embracing limits for the sake of love. He took on all the limits and vulnerabilities of being human. He could bleed, he could weep, and he could die. And he took on those limitations in order to reveal God's love to us. For Jesus, to embrace limits is to embrace love. Further, Jesus shows us that it's precisely within our limits that we are best able to receive love. Remember, Jesus could not do everything, period. Even as the ideal human, he could not be everywhere, finish every task, or do everything for every person. And yet, it was the limited human Jesus of which the Father said, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Jesus was deeply loved within his limitations, not beyond them. And so for us, the invitation to love through our limitations still stands. The question is, will we fight the limitations of this season or embrace them? Will we strive to transcend our limits? Or in the words of Pete Scazzaro, receive the gift of limits? By limiting ourselves, or more accurately, receiving the limits placed on us, we can step into loving others. What opportunity for love is waiting for you in this season of limits? Maybe it's loving your family by embracing being home right now, rather than fighting to get more and more done. Or loving your friends by pressing in despite spatial limitations and the desire to check out for a season until this is all over. Or loving our roommates, even if they are driving us mad. Embrace the limits. Further, it is within our limits that we can truly receive love. It's one thing to believe we're loved by God when we're accomplishing, when we're succeeding, or when we are our most productive selves. It's quite another to know that you're loved when all of those things are called into question. When you feel like you're stuck, when you feel you're not at your best or you're far from it, or you aren't able to do all the things that you believe make you valuable and worthy, that give you a place in the world. But it is in that place where love can be truly received because it's no longer your polished best self earning that love. It's the real, vulnerable, limited version of you that he loves. Not some limitless, perfected, superhuman version of you, but the real you in flesh and blood and all the limitations of being human. He loves you because he loves you. Before we go on with our days, I want to take a moment to slow down could be helpful to take a few breaths in and out. 
could even be helpful to imagine yourself receiving more of the Spirit with each breath. Now call to mind what a day in your life looks like right now. When you wake up, as you go to the kitchen or the couch, your daily rituals, work, time with family or a roommate, or the lack thereof. And now ask the Holy Spirit, where am I limited right now? Or maybe if you know your limits, which limit feels the strongest or am I having the hardest time with? And then hold those limits in your mind. Sit with them for a moment. Might even be helpful to say in your mind, I cannot do this and then name that thing. Now with that in your mind, just take a moment to ask the Holy Spirit, why is that limit hard for you? What makes it so challenging, frustrating, or saddening? Maybe even ask him, how far past that limit would you have to go to feel worthy of love? If you can't receive love now, what version of you or how, what do you have to be doing to become worthy? And then ask him, what would it look like for you to receive love within that limitation, not beyond it? right as you are, right where you are, just how you are. Father, now we turn to hear your voice, what you would have to say. And we hear that like Jesus, you look at us in all of our limits, in all of our humanness, all the frailty of our lives and soul, and it's to our limited selves that you say, you are my beloved son or you are my beloved daughter with whom I am well pleased. May we abide in your love and your love in us in the place of our limits. Amen. May you receive the gift of limits as the way to love in this season.